Okay, here we go. The Pen and Maggie Show. He's about to get crazy and wild. Stay for a while. Don't touch a radio dial. Kicking it back. Sports talk. Listen to that and stay tuned for some giggles and laughs. Go. Welcome to the Pen and Mikey Show. Oh, God. It was a mouthful of cake. Not just any cake, though. My grandma's coffee cake. Isn't it good, gentlemen? Gentlemen. Oh, yeah. This is the best coffee cake I've ever eaten. It is. It's the best in the world. And if you don't believe it, check it out for yourself. Do an experiment like we just did. I think I'll take another bite. I want to thank the nice folks at My Grandma's Coffee Cake. Bob, Kathleen, for sending along this blueberry number. Ben just wolfed his down. You see that? Oh, it's gone. It's been gone. gone. So he you sucked know, it up like a Hoover vacuum over here. You guys are savages. Like, oh, let's eat on air. This cake is every bit as good as you. It's always said. I don't it know was, how like, it lasted I'm that said, long. I'm saying I can't possibly go on the record and say it's the greatest coffee cake in the world if I haven't and known this, that. This is the blueberry. Blueberry, yeah. yeah. They have Granny Smith apple. They have uh, cinnamon walnut. Obviously, they, you can get them without nuts if you want to. You know, like mutt. <laughs> They have banana walnut. They have all kinds of flavors. And it's 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 uh, mygrandma.com. Call 1-800-8-GRANDMA. There you go. If you'd like to try one. I just, now i gotta, now I got to take a sip of this. I, I don't want to ruin the taste of the cake, but i got to take a sip of this. What are we drinking, Mikey? Uh, this is uh, some kind of zero-calorie water. Hint. Hint. Yeah, hint water. Just a hint of urine, it says. It's good mm. stuff. <laughs> Goes down. How are you, Ben? I'm good. How are you? Are you ready to do the show tonight? I am. Because you're dressed like a nunchuck. (laughs) What? (laughs) What? I don't even know what I I meant by that. Um, So, speaking of Mutt, did you hear he wanted me to drive off the road? He said that on the radio on the morning show. I I, I called Callahan to correct something about Harry Chapin that he said. And Mutt says, oh, Mike, drive off the road. Hit a tree. Hit a guardrail. Oh, jeez. I want to see. Maybe I should send him a cake. If I send Mud a cake, will he will he lay off me? I mean, psychologically, it's just tough. <laughs> All right, so here we are, episode twenty um, eight. eight. Episode twenty eight is going to be very interesting for all you people out there who uh, are interested. Um, ben brought all kinds of things in with him, like weed. No, no, he brought in. You brought in notes, didn't you? You got I, notes for tonight's show. I got questions. I get questions for you. See if you're smarter than Jeopardy, James. I don't think you are. There's no question. You keep bragging about how smart you are. Well, see, here's the thing about the difference between he and I. Yes. Between him and me. Is it him and me or he and I? He focuses better than I do. What? I'm sorry. What? See? That's the. Oops. You have his, That's the difference. You have his smile, Mikey. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I do. That he looks creepy. like he just ate a rodent. <laughs> Doesn't he? Like he looks at smiles like, yeah, that was a good rat. I just ate. <laughs> he's really gross looking, isn't he? But he's very smart. Is he smarter than me? No. Huh. Let's, yes. let's, get, let's get that out of the way right away. Our sponsors for the Planet Mikey podcast, which is just snowballing its way right into the podcasting hall of fame. Hey Mikey. Yes. How would Joe Castiglione Castiglione? How would how, <laughs> he wouldn't do it like that. I have a mouthful of co- uh, cake. But let me answer this. My grandma's coffee cake, the greatest how, coffee cake in the world. How would Joe Castiglione introduce the uh, our sponsors this evening? 
Episode 28 is sponsored by Joe Fish Seafood Restaurants in North Andover, right next to Shaw's. <laughs> They're actually on Osgood Street, next to the loft. And by the way, the prize tonight on The Phrase That Pays is going to be a $50 gift certificate for Joe Fish and yeah. the loft in North Andover. Back, North, back, North Reading. Back to Joe. And by my grandma's coffee cake. Well, it's actually not my personal grandma because she's dead. It's uh, the coffee cake of the stars. Yeah, I'm going to send one to Mutt. You know, he used to make fun of me for giving away on the air. He just was jealous. He wanted to hump one of them. So tonight, we're going to have fun and games. This Why? F- Why? Why? What? Just let it go. Well, no, I'm just I'm, I'm remarking about things that happened in the course of my week. You want, to tell me, tell me, want me to tell you every lift ride I took this week? No. See? Just the good ones. I have some weird ones. I picked up my first transgender lift passenger. And while it was slightly disconcerting, why? Well, not because I'm afraid. It's a you know the term homophobic. Yes, that infers that you're afraid of of homosexuals, and I'm not. And by the way, I don't even know if this person was a homosexual because I don't even know what gender they really were. But how did you know they were transsexual? Well, here's what happened. I'm I'm driving along in my vehicle, waiting for the lift thing to go off so I can pick up my next rider because this is you know this is how I earn my living. <laughs> So it goes off, and I look at the picture. They send a picture of the person who is requesting the ride. And I look, and it says, um, it says, Adrian. Okay. And it's a girl. It's a woman, I should say. Uh, lovely, you know, African-American woman. And I said, okay, here I go. I go to pick her up. I get to the train station, and it's Adrian, a guy. Very, very short hair. Uh, I knew a guy named Adrian. Well, yeah. Uh, Adrian. Thanks, Bill. Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> Adrian in the Army? Well, I thought you thought it would be unusual Adrian. for a man to be named Adrian. No. I'll come over there, Mike. No, Adrian. it's not. <laughs> Hold me back. Adrian Dantley is, is a basketball player. It's a, but my surprise was that the picture clearly showed me a female, and the person that I picked up clearly was a male. So he or she, and again, I'm torn. I don't know what to do with this. I, Gets in the car, and the whole car smelled like ah, heavy perfume. And so now I'm trying to figure out what – because you, naturally you're going to try to figure out what's what. Is this a guy dressed like a girl? Is this a girl dressed like a guy? I don't know. <clears throat> so what did I do? Just a person trying to live their life. Mike. I said, what the hell are you? No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I just drove. I drove to the destination, but the car – which I keep immaculate, Gilligan, was so smelly of perfume, I thought, well, this is really intrusive. So You're lucky it wasn't a fart. We didn't, <laughs> we didn't say. Are you sure it wasn't? <laughs> would I have heard it? So The next passenger would blame you. So I'm driving, he or she, and I, again, I, I'm, not, I'm not just judging anybody. I'm just saying that I was confused. And... I get to an area where there's a lot of construction going on in Marlboro, Massachusetts. And I said, man, this construction's been going on for the longest time. I just kind of remarked. And he or she said, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, no, wait. normally when you say seriously, you're serious. So I didn't know what to do. <laughs> but no, it was uneventful. I'm just saying it was one of those things where and you're going to come across this as a Lyft driver where people are, all, all people are different. 
God bless him. But I couldn't know. I didn't know what to say because I didn't know specifically which role was being played at the moment. But anyway, that's uh, you can come to expect that kind of thing when you're a Lyft driver. Honest to God. I had three riders today, three bucks each. Nine dollars, <laughs> three rides, and man, I'll tell you what, I should have stayed in bed, you know, during that segment. And the one that just finished on the podcast, <laughs> yes, you <laughs> should have stayed in bed uh, for all that. Um, but what I have noticed as a Lyft driver, there are some <laughs> no, there are some unusual names of streets. Oh. Because I'm driving all the time now, you know it's great. Do you have the name of those? Some of those. Some streets? of them you could share them with us. And when you, is it especially entertaining these street names if you're stoned? Now I'm not telling you I drive stoned. I'm just saying that if you were to be stoned when you were driving, they'd be more interesting. I don't want anybody to lift at the lift company to think that I would ever do something like actually, you know, like Harry Chapin, you know, taking tips, getting stoned, like the taxi driver in the song Taxi. No, that's not me. That's not, I'm responsible. In my gray marquee. You guys want to go for a ride? <laughs> All right, so here's a couple of funny names. You ready? How, how much? Three bucks. <laughs> I'll get you anywhere you want for three bucks. Just don't wear perfume. I mean, my car smelled like the, the, the inside of a handbag of a French barge whore by the time I got done with that ride. I mean, it was a stinky-ass ride. Uh, there's, there's a road in... <laughs> what? There's a road in um, in Massachusetts called. I'm trying to find it. I have notes. There's a road called Gray Squirrel Road. What town is this uh, road? I in? think it's in Westboro or Southboro. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, well, that's discriminatory. So what if you're a brown squirrel? What if you're a black squirrel? You know, what if you're Rocky the Flying Squirrel? You have to be gray. Is it a retirement community for squirrels? Is it just for gray? Oh, oh, sorry, you're not you're not a gray squirrel. <laughs> Did somebody shoot you? How do you know there's not a flying squirrel road? I don't. I don't know. I'll, eventually, I'll come across it. There's a road called Fiddleneck Lane. Fiddleneck. Like it sounds like a Charlie Daniels complaint at the doctor. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, I got myself a bad case of fiddle neck. Well, how'd you get it? Well, I was just fiddling around with my fiddle head up against my neck and hell. Look at me. Can't even bend my head no more. Fiddle neck road. You say to somebody, where do you live? I live on fiddle neck road. Oh, yes, I know where that is. Uh, but there are some great road names across this great country of ours, like Chicken Dinner Road. That's a good one. I guess the lady was really famous for lamb dinners, but uh, <clears throat> there's a... A corner of Inyo, I-N-Y-O Street, and Butt Street, B-U-T-T. So the corner, the, it's the corner of Inyo Butt. Flying Squirrel Road is in Gilmer, Texas. There it is. There's Ben. There you go. Smarter than a fifth grade. Ben Mayo from some flounder. Look, Rocky, a message in a bottle. Uh, Chicken Gristle Road. That's oh. also in Texas. You chew on that for a while. Chicken Gristle Road. Now, okay, so someone's saying, Why not, I don't know, I got an idea. Why don't we call this Chicken Gristle Road? We're going to have all kinds of people wanting to move in. <coughs> pillow Talk Road. That's not to be confused with Pillow Biter Road. Uh, so this is what I'm going to do now. I'm going to write a book, and it's going to be a, a, a coffee table book with pictures of all the signs. I know at the Cape there's a, uh, a street in, in uh, Hyannis called Fresh Holes. 
<laughs> Fresh Holes Avenue. That'll be in the book. Uh, but isn't that something you like to flip through? Maybe you're at the dentist. I'm just more amazed at how how enthusiastic you are about these stupid street names and how much you love this. What's wrong with it? What's wrong with it? It's a nice little hobby to have. I was actually, <laughs> I was going to do a, a coffee table book called Nipples and just, I was going to try to convince, not to be perverted or anything, but women and men, I guess, to be fair, to have people take pictures, artful ones, like Ansel Adams type photography, you know, of nice black just and white the nipples. Scenic nipple yes. shot. Of close-ups of nipples. And put that on your coffee table and see what kind of reaction you get, huh? But that's the one kind of book you buy for like $48, you know, in a Newberry Street shop. Oh, I bought this book at Newberry Street. It's 48 bucks. It's nipples. And it's, and it's, <laughs> but it's not gross. It's not like, you know, it's tasteful. It's like, it's classy nipples. It's like that song by Sade Smooth Areola, Smooth Areola. I'm sorry. Can I have another hit of this? All right, go ahead. Mikey's drinking a hint. <sighs> hint. With just a hint of raspberry. So, Ben, what do you got? What do you got tonight? What's going on? All right. I want to see, because you did this to me and you popped it on me, you douche, asking me if I'm smarter than a fifth grader. And we found out you were not. Yes, I was. Oh, you got six out of ten. You six out of ten. You're as smart as a dumb fifth grader. Yeah. I graduated. <laughs> I matriculated. With a D. Doesn't matter. Okay, good for Doesn't you. Doesn't matter. That's all right. All right. So I figured I'd ask the both of you. Yeah. And I know it's been a long time since it's been fifth grade for you. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. How many years? I don't know. That was like 1965-ish. So 50, 54 years. Bill hasn't been in fifth grade in 86 years. That's right. Back then, they didn't even have a fifth grade. Get off my lawn. Back then, we started at four. So I figured I'd ask the both of you. We'll go back and forth. We'll start with you, Mikey. Back to the fifth grade. Okay. Back to the fifth grade. My teacher, we'll was, my teacher was Miss Lockwood, and she had a rockin' hot body. And? Now she's 81. I'm not so sure. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't seen her in a while. You think you're smarter than Jeopardy, James? I, I do. I, I don't believe it, <clears throat> so we're here to prove it. Question number one for you, Mikey. How many cups are in 28 fluid ounces? Okay, a cup is eight ounces, so it would be three and a half cups. There you go. Wow. See? All right. What, you think I was born yesterday? What, I fell off a turnip truck? Bill. Yeah. What white fluffy clouds are known as fair weather clouds? I believe those would be cumulus clouds. All right. Isn't that a radio company? Yes. Cumulus? Mikey, between- I always thought it was cumulus until I actually met someone who worked for them. Nobody wants that. Cumulus clouds. They want clouds. more. Everyone wants more. <laughs> between 1455 and 1485, the War of the Roses took place in what country? Oh, God. That was a movie with uh, Michael uh, Douglas. Do you need the question again? Yeah, what was the question? Between 1455 and 1485, the War of the Roses took place in what country? England. There you go. Mm. It just took me a second. Yeah, look it up. I wonder Bill. how the people are playing along at home are doing. Uh, they're doing terrible. They're both for they're three. Not a, they're not as smart as you. Bill, a common type of radio wave is known as VHF. What do the letters VHF stand for? I believe that would be very high frequency. As opposed to UHF, which is ultra high frequency. And, and then, then there's FM, which is frequency modulation, as opposed to AM, which is amplitude, amplitude modulation. modulation. Mm. Anything else, rookie? 
Mike, if you're <laughs> facing north and you turn 90 degrees to the right, which direction are you facing? East. All right. This, this is, is dumb this is fifth, fifth grade crap. I mean, come oh. on. I hope some of our listeners are like third, fourth graders so they can learn something. They are. We've done the demographics. Very, very high with third and fourth graders. That's not good. Bill, the classic Hans Christian Andersen fairy tale, The Real Princess, is better known as The Princess and the What? I believe that would be The Princess and and the P. Yes. Oh, The Princess and the P with a mattress thing? Oh, yeah, yeah. Dial mattress. P in the mattress? Why? Leave the last ass off for shitball. <laughs> Mikey, yes. we're going to go to grammar now for you. Okay, I'm great with grammar. Which fact, word? My grammar said I was the nicest grandson she ever had. <laughs> Which word contains a long vowel sound in the following sentence? Okay. Dogs like tennis balls. Like. L-I-K-E. Very good. Mm-hmm. Bill, Budapest is the capital of which European country? Hungary. Oh, me too. Let's have some more coffee cake. Hey. <laughs> Mike, now yes. a national historic park. What site was headquarters for George Washington's army during the winter of 1777 oh, into 1778? That was, that's, that was the, uh, where, where we crossed the Delaware, it was the, uh, <laughs> Oh, it's that little uh, where they froze their ass off. Uh, uh, it's in New Jersey, Delaware. It's they crossed the New Jersey into its uh, fort. Go ahead. We're listening. I know to this. Wh- of course, I know this. A man who calls himself the smartest man alive. <clears throat> Bill, do you want to steal the point? I believe that would be Trenton. No, that no, would be no. Valley, Valley Forge. Forge. Oh, I was going to say that. Valley I, Forge. You know what? I had that right on the tip of my tongue, but it got stuck behind a blueberry from the coffee cake and couldn't find its way out. Do you mean a my grandma's coffee cake? My grandma's coffee cake. Call 1-800-8-GRANDMA. Bill, what is the simple predicate in the following sentence? Oh, Taylor body slammed her opponent. Body slammed. Yes. Yeah. All right, How do he's do... doing better than you. No, 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 no. Old no. man Smith is I kicking have, your ass. I have, he has one wrong. He's undefeated. Or, I, I said Valley Forge. You did not say I Valley Forge. I said it right after, after I said this. Right exactly <laughs> after you said it. I, of course I knew Valley Forge, for God's sake. Michael, by definition, a prism yeah. is a solid figure that has how many congruent sides? Um, A prism that has, uh, God, it's... Uh, that they shine the light through one of those little things you 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 hang them up and the sun shines through and puts a psychedelic uh, illuminescence all over your wall well, stuff. Are you answering a question? I'm trying question? to think how many sides it has though. That's God. It's uh, it's it's between six and eighteen. Mm. Isn't no, it? No, no, it's not. Thirty-two. No, it's much lower. <laughs> much much lower. No, the no. correct answer is two. A prism has two sides. Apparently, it's a piece of paper. Come it's got two sides. I don't know. Wrong. That is wrong. Now, wait a minute. It's shaped like a diamond, a cut diamond. It has a, it has a multitude of facets. It's like a, but the, it's, it's the like question a, is, a prism is a solid figure that has how many congruent sides? Oh, oh congruent. congruent. Well, there you go. Oh, okay, two. <laughs> sure. It is. <laughs> but you didn't say congruent loud enough. <laughs> I missed that, too. Bill. I thought you know, how many sides? I'm thinking, you know, like a... Bill, in 1821, Moses and Stephen Austin received 18,000 acres of land in what would become what U.S. state? Wait a minute. Is this, Stephen Austin is the $6 million man. I believe that would be. I was thinking Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> I'm going to guess. He married Farrah Fawcett. 
It's either Missouri or Montana. Hmm. It's got to be Wyoming. Montana. Hmm. What's the capital of Texas? Uh, Austin. Hmm. I wonder if that's named after Stephen Austin. Oh, you fucking uh, idiot! Uh, well, I'm old. I wasn't. That wasn't my question. I wasn't. You're even old. Listening. You were alive. I'm, you know, you're right. <laughs> I wasn't even listening though, so don't give me any shit. About I didn't that. give you any shit. Okay. I forgot. Go ahead. God. Are Same we, thing as not knowing, yeah. forgetting. Are we still smarter than a fifth grader? I had. I've had one wrong. Right. Me too. Two. I've had one wrong. Okay. You've had one wrong. You've had two wrong. Out of how many? Uh, I don't know. I didn't okay. number these. Keep going. Michael, if you take the square root of 16 yeah, four. and add it to the square root of 9, three, the answer seven. you get is the square root of what 49. number? 49. Correct. Very. I'm like a freaking, well, what do you call it? Yeah. Uh, savant over here. Glad he didn't have I'm like me. a seventh. We have often compared you to Rain Man, but I'm like not a, for the same reason. I'm smarter than a seventh over here. Really? No big words. Mexico is bordered on the south by Belize and which other country? On the south. Oh, that would be a... <laughs> I love the setup like you knew it right away. It's, it's, it's either... <laughs> oh, that would be... <laughs> All right, I, I, I know that it's one of two countries where people keep coming here from. Nicaragua. No. Do you want to steal? It's, it's, Guatem- it's either Guatemala or Ecuador. It's Guatemala. Thank you. It's Guatemala. Ecuador is in South America. Oh, it is? Yes. Now I've got two wrong, you've got two wrong. Ladies top left. Top left. Yeah. Top left. <laughs> Down there, it's Jim Morrison and the Ecuadors. Mikey, when paired with a helping verb, like have or has, Mm -hmm. the word go turns into what word in the past tense? Gone. Have gone. Correct. Yeah. I just have gone in my pants right now, just trying to think of that answer. (laughs) Bill, which of the following words can be used as an adjective? Smooth, rapidly, smile. Smooth. Well, yeah, rapidly is an adverb, well, for God's sake, and smile. smile. You well, know, uh, yeah. Mikey? Yes. Round the number 350 to the nearest hundredth. To the nearest hundredth? 350 point... Uh, or oh, nearest oh, hundred, oh. I guess. Oh, okay. Well, that's, see, that's totally different. Hundredth <laughs> is like point oh two. Right, right. Uh, round a three three fifty off to the nearest hundred. It would have to be uh, three hundred, because oh, it starts with oh one, one two three four. Let me just count. Seven eight nine. <laughs> Fifty one would go to to four. I didn't know that. Apparently, what it's four hundred. Apparently, at oh, fifty, see, you go up. That's a dumb-ass question because it's exactly precisely halfway between the two. You can't really. Uh, the rule is you round up. Them's the rules, Mike. What if it's three? F- <laughs> I don't think that's necessarily true. You round down if it's if it's less than half. Well, it's I not don't. less than half. All right, that's a shit question. Tie goes to the runner. <laughs> Bill, which of these rivers lies entirely in the United States? The Mississippi, the Yukon, the Colorado. Ah, the Mississippi. Yes. Correct. Yes. Starts in Minnesota. And ends up in Louisiana, right? Yep. That's Last awesome. question for each of you. Okay. Mike. Then we can talk about midgets. Oh, scrap mean, these last two questions. Small Let's thing. go. Midgets? What? What's going on? No, finish that. I want to make sure I pass the grade here. If Kevin decides to visit the three largest mountains in the world, what continent will he be visiting? Yeah, that's going to be... Well, they're, they're all... There isn't one in Tibet. 
Um, I'd, I'd say Asia. Correct. Bill, final question for you. Oh. What month is named for the Roman god of war? Well, that would be... <clears throat> <laughs> you don't know. I'm guessing it would be June. You want to steal that one? Yeah, because it's not June. <laughs> Obviously, because I said, do you want to steal that one? <laughs> uh, I think it's the god of Janus, January. The Roman god of war is Mars. Uh, I was going to say that. It is? Yeah. And the month would be March. They make a, such a good candy yeah, bar, too. Mar- is that my final question? No, that, I, I was his. That, that wasn't was his. even mine. No, that was, yours was the oh, so I win. largest mountains. Just tell me I won. Let me tabulate the results here. Okay. You get into and your midgets. midget story. Okay. And it's not offensive when you're talking about that actual grouping, right? No, no. Well, the thing is that people say, oh, you can't call them that. You have to call them little people. What's the difference? But isn't they're, there a grouping of dwarfs, them that are midgets? I'm, and and they, there's a different little person that's a dwarf? Like the seven dwarves, okay? They were they were loved by everybody. When you go to Disney, everybody lines up to see them, to touch them, these little midgets. Jeez. And they're that's dwarves. Inappropriate. Well, you know, what are you going to do? You know, there's one called Gropey. <laughs> Doc and Gropey and, and Humpy and, they, and they're lovable and all that By the way, I think they're all tied to cocaine abuse I so I read this somewhere Sneezy, Doc, you know, dopey, grumpy, happy All the different emotions you can endure while you're ingesting cocaine Bashful, you know, that someone told me that that's tied to cocaine abuse I don't know that from fact I wouldn't know, certainly know that firsthand But I will tell you this the uh, WTF facts, I follow them on Twitter, and they were always interesting with little snippets of uh, life, little biopsies of life. And it says that ancient Egyptians respected dwarfs. They did not see them as physically handicapped. They, they, they liked them. They treated them very, very well, and they didn't see the, the shortness as being any kind of handicap at all. It's uh, it's like Jason Wolf, you know. Somebody said, "Jason, stand up and accept this award." He says, "I am standing." You know, the old thing with him. But I, I have one joke about midgets. Can I use it? Should I use it? Well, you could. Did you hear about the midget that walked into a bar, <laughs> kissed everybody in the joint? <laughs> Actually, one thing did happen to me in a bar with a midget. I was taking a leak in the urinal in a bar in Watertown. And a, a midget walked up next to me, pulled up a stool next to the urinal next to me, climbed up on the stool, and then he grabbed onto my junk and said, give me all your money or I'll jump. <laughs> Why do you look at me like you don't believe that? No, I'm looking at you watching your face get redder and redder as you're so pleased with your joke. <laughs> I think it's time for another hint of uh, raspberry. By the way, this my grandma's coffee cake is awesome. Outstanding. Now, the phrase that pays, this is the one where... We give away something if somebody is the first person to tweet to at Planet Mikey. If you tweet the phrase that pays, I wrote it down here somewhere. It's not, not pillow biter. What is it? Jeez. Oh, here it is. I got it. The phrase that pays. If you t- are the first person in the to tweet this after the dropping of this podcast, at Planet Mikey on Twitter, you win. And tonight's prize is a $50 gift certificate. Good for either dinner at Joe Fish in North Reading or North Andover or at the Loft in North Andover. $50. It's a nice prize. And the phrase that pays is, you can tune a piano 
but you can't tune a fish. What was who did that album, Smitty? Well, that was <clears throat> Frank Zappa. Ario Speedway. That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> it just sounded like Frank Zappa, uh, the way you happen to pronounce it. Um, now, we're in the midst of, as this podcast is being recorded, we're in the midst of a playoff series between the Bruins and the uh, St. Louis Blues. And last night, was it last night or was it the night before? Last night. Last night. Uh, Zdeno Chara. Zdeno, Zdeno, how do you say that? You got it. Zdeno. I tweeted out, no, oh, that's going to leave a Zdeno Scara, you know, on his face and everything. I oh thought boy. that was cute. But oh he's hurt, and he's got a broken <sighs> jaw. Now, let me just tell you something. Yes. Broken jaws hurt a lot. Broken noses hurt even more. I'm here to tell you that normally hockey players will go right back out there, broken jaw or not. You know, sometimes there's been hockey players that have been actually decapitated and went back out there and, <laughs> and played the rest of the game. Because hockey players, as we know, are tough. I have the... The basic rules of winning hockey here. And it's mm. so, this is why hockey's beautiful. It's so simple. Is this right out of the rule book, Mike? No, this is a common sense for watching millions and millions and millions of hockey games and knowing millions and millions of Canadian people, uh, myself, uh, and talking to Joe Haggerty for five minutes. Uh, these are the rules of hockey that really, really make the difference, okay? For, number one. You got to go in the corners and dig and muck in there, okay? <laughs> if you don't go in the corners and dig and muck, you're not going to win the hockey game. Two, the goaltender in the playoffs has got to stand on his head between the pipes. You, you have to. If you don't stand on your head between the pipes as a hockey goaltender, you're not going to win the game. Number three, you got to give 110% every time out there on the ice. Every time. 100's not good enough. <laughs> you could do 115, but no one's going to notice. 110 percent every time out there on the ice or else you're not going to play winning hockey and the last thing and this is the most important of all you got to put the puck in the net no team has ever won and bear me out on this you can look it up no team has ever won a hockey game ever in the history of hockey without putting at least one puck in one net all right I hate to oversimplify, but if the Bruins would just listen to so me. So are you, are you Canadian-Irish there? Because you started to slip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I started to drink a little bit here. Uh, but Zdeno, uh, he's a tough guy. Yeah, he's 6'9 and all that, whatever. I saw in person on, on practice ice at the Hartford Civic Center uh, Davy Tippett get hit in the nose with a puck from Tiger Williams. It was a slap shot seven feet away. It smashed into his nose and swiped across and took his nose and wiped it across his face. He skated off gushing blood, not unlike Chara. It was the grossest thing I've ever seen in my life. And I've seen multiple stabbings, <laughs> shootings, bludgeonings in my life. This was gross. I mean, it was like mush, and he skates off. And I said to Ron Francis, I was right there covering the practice. I said, Ron, he's he's out. He's not going to play. Ron Francis looks me in the eye. He goes, I'll bet you my house he plays tonight. I said, well, are you serious? He goes, I'm serious. Sure enough, Dave Tippett, out there on the ice with cotton stuffed up his nostrils. I mean, he looked like he was going to die with that shot. He played. Number 15, Hartford Whalers from Saskatchewan. Tough guy? Making Chara look like a pussy. I, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I broke my jaw. I can't play. <laughs> you know, come on. Get out there. 
Uh, but there are other people who've been criticizing him because they don't want him out there because they say he's lost a step. He's forty-two years old and he can't play anymore. What do you think of that? I don't. Are you a midget? Yes. Yes. Have you ever been to Fiddleneck Road? <laughs> <laughs> you want to go for a ride in my lift vehicle? We'll go over to uh, Gray Squirrel Road, take a ride on Fiddleneck, and see what. Maybe listen to some Charlie Daniels. Uh, next week, I want to announce that we have <laughs> we have a very special guest. Seriously, now I'm going to get serious for a second. Uh, mm. One of the uh, pr- producers uh, uh, for the Farrelly Brothers is a very talented individual. Named Not one of the Farrelly Brothers, Chris Meyer. No. <laughs> I would call him, you know, Chris Farrelly if he was a Farrelly brother, probably. But Chris Meyer was uh, one of their right-hand men. A guy who was involved in the Louis Tiant documentary. In fact, he produced it himself completely. Uh, he's been involved in all of the great Farrelly brothers movies, and he's a local guy from Quincy. His nickname is Mud, and we're going to have him on the show tell us some great stories about his movie-making career. That's next week on the Planet Mikey podcast, and Ben will be here. And Smitty will be here, right, Smitty? I'm always <laughs> You're not even here tonight. I'm always here. How many glasses are you wearing? What are you doing? I have two pairs of glasses, one to see and one to see. Okay, God. he's got the far-sighted and the near-sighted. My grandfather used to do that. He'd have one down low to read the book and one up high to watch TV, and he'd just flip his eyes up and down. Yeah, yeah. Is Billy your grandfather? No, 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 no. This is my actual grandfather. Monford Schley Page. Monford. <laughs> Tennis pro, by the way. All right, well, we're all done with this podcast, aren't we? Are we all done with this? Yes, please. All right, then let's get the flock out of here and head on over to Fiddleneck Road for a party. Yeehaw! See ya. <laughs>